Hi, I'm Dina. Hi, I'm Aris. We're friends living in Amsterdam. And I'm glad to present our podcast, Surviving the City. Stories for surviving life in a new place. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode two. The subject of our episode is dating and how people evolve through dating. Um, so, Aris, why did we choose this topic? So during our first episode, uh, we thought that it would be nice to have a second one talking about uh, dating. How is the experience of uh, different people when they move uh, here? And I think it's a good topic because uh, at the end, I think it's easy to make uh, or to meet people, but um, establishing a deeper connection and making friends or even dating, it's not that easy when uh, you are in another country. Yeah, so this time we have, uh, as you say, um, different perspectives. So we interviewed three people this time instead of one. Our first speaker is Arian, who is a friend of mine. Um, basically, he is a guy who grew up in the Netherlands. Um, originally, he's from Iran, and he came to the Netherlands as a refugee when he was a child, but he's actually quite Dutch now. Um, my impression of him, well, basically the first time I met him, I remember thinking like, wow, this guy is super funny, really, really warm and has a lot of energy and a lot of spirit. Um, and you could probably hear that when he actually tells stories and he has a lot of insight and also sometimes makes inappropriate jokes, but I think they're funny anyway. Um... The other thing to note is that uh, he has like a really typical Dutch name, and I don't know if you're familiar, but Arjen is really a Dutch name. It's like, it's like the John or Bob of the English world or something. I don't know. Um, but weirdly enough, he doesn't he doesn't even spell it the Dutch way with a J. I don't know. It's kind of remains a mystery to me. But yeah. So he's going to talk about two different experiences that uh, he got uh, here in the Netherlands. One when he just moved here and another one when he was already uh, living here for a long time. And uh, the cultural shock that uh, he had in the two different uh, dating experiences. I mean, I was from a, uh, as a refugee, uh... I mean, I was struggling as a teenager. I was working yeah. a lot to just have money and to hang because we were living in a like, quite rich uh, neighborhood. Because if you come in Holland mm -hmm. and you get like a, a permit to stay, they, this organization gives you a house. And for some reason, they appointed us a house in one of the most richest areas in Holland. That's why I don't have like this. I have a quite Dutch accent when I speak Dutch. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, we were super poor in a yeah. super rich area. And I'm like talking about like the, the director, the son of the director, Phillips, was sitting with, uh, was in the same high school and those kind of people. Uh. So I was there with one pair of jeans <laughs> with my brother, like the only two the refugee kids. Oh. But yeah, so we, we finally, after years of like trying to be bullied, but I beat up everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I was still really street and aggressive, and I was like, oh, I'm not letting me, me being bullied. But and then we became friends. So I I met this girl uh, at the end of my high school, uh, and it was like my first real uh, girlfriend. And the first time I went to her house, 
I already had experience it with some Dutch friends. Yeah. They do have a really, I wouldn't say a cold culture, but it's a bit uh, individualistic culture. Yeah. Uh, for example, the first day that I went there, uh, um, when you come to my parents' house, and as I'm the boyfriend of your daughter, they will definitely have cooks for you. Well, I mean, her mother, okay, she was a single mother, <laughs> had only two meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, if you tell... <laughs> two, two meatballs? So... You have two chairs. And it was like, oh my God. And I, and I was already used to this, like okay, the Dutch people. Are, I mean, even if you know this, every fucking foreigner knows yeah. that as a child, when you go to your Dutch friends, usually their parents say, Ah, oh, uh, so and so. It's already six o'clock. You should go home. You shouldn't stay over for dinner. Seriously? This is I didn't know that. Super Dutch, but I did not expect that yeah. to be also when they like the boyfriend of your yeah. daughter. <laughs> you only have two meatballs <laughs> prepared, and I was like, yeah, don't worry. I don't meat eat eat. I just start lying. I was like super modest. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I don't eat meat that often, I'm semi-vegetarian. <laughs> and there was almost no dinner. <laughs> and, this, and, this, and, the, and the mother was quite this, uh, this wow, rich uh, Dutch woman. <laughs> Wait, what if rich Dutch women can't afford more meatballs? Or no, but they're know. really uh, strict on what they buy. Not strict, but they're really, they buy like only two apples. They don't buy uh, like me. I mean, I, right, usually yeah. I would just buy a kilo apples yeah. and I, and that's it. But they're like, ah, oh, tomorrow. I want and to have you date uh, non-Dutch uh, girls? <sighs> so yeah, so my second girlfriend was Iranian, uh, but that was like when I started doing the university. But that was also a cultural clash for me. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was already becoming too Dutch for her. And, uh, and she, was, she was still in a refugee camp. Okay. Uh, so um, so she, just, she just came to uh-huh. Holland while I was already living like 12 years yeah. to, during my whole teenage. So I already was accustomed to like, I guess, to the Western society a bit more. And she was still living in a refugee camp. She tried to do some studying, but she, she didn't get a permit. So she fled the country. That's how it finished. Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she fled the country. That's how it did. No, that's, that's the ending. <laughs> that's the ending. Yeah. What's she doing now? I don't know. I never had contact with her anymore. Was she also crazy? <sighs> I'm really wondering if I'm the crazy. <laughs> The second guest is uh, a Dutch uh, girl. Uh, her name is uh, Natasha. I met her uh, playing uh, soccer on uh, Saturday. And to be honest, I mean, the first impression of her, it was like just it's a nice uh, girl, really uh, yeah, normal. But uh, then when I started uh, meeting her, I realized that, uh, yeah, she's a quite a smart lady. Uh, yeah, uh, with a lot of uh, conversation. And uh, yeah, I was uh, really impressed because uh, my uh, perspective of her changed uh, quite a lot. And it's a person that you can talk about uh, almost anything. Yeah, I think so. She has a lot of... Um, I find what's nice is that she's very calm and reflective. And she seems that... She seems like she uh, is... Um, she's perceptive about people and situations. And 
Yeah, so I thought even after we spoke to her, it was, it was really, I re- really enjoyed it. And I, I wish that we could share her the entire conversation on the podcast, but it's not... It's not possible, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's well, not... I mean, she'll just talk about kind of her experience um, as a Dutch person. Uh, and in kind of the other way around compared to Arjen, it was her going away from the Netherlands and then coming back and experiencing... Uh, dating and how she perceived things after her traveling. Okay, okay. So I grew up in the Netherlands, and um, uh, I moved away for my first internship when I was, I think, twenty-one, twenty-two, and I lived in New York for uh, six months. Oh, cool. And nice. after that, I lived in Poland for two months for my uh, uh, thesis. And then I traveled a while in Asia for three months. And recently I lived in Ireland for nine months. Um, And inside the country I've moved also around a lot. Uh, So in the last 10 years I've moved around 30 times. So quite familiar with like starting over and having to do everything again and making new friends and like adjusting to situations. And uh, um, so my dating life has been also a bit like, well, unusual I guess <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> in a way that uh, um, due to my moving I didn't uh, I didn't search for a, like a serious relationship I wasn't mm. really for a long time not looking for a serious commitment mm. um, and not until recently I started to feel more like oh yeah I can I can see myself have a, a girlfriend and yeah. like make it last like yeah. put in the effort to make yeah. it work let me see what else. I dated a Brazilian girl in Ireland for six months, which was also interesting. Um, we were very different. Um, what was she like? She was very emotional. Uh-huh. Um, and she thought I was very cold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and. Uh, I think it was uh, also a bit of a cultural difference uh, because we are less as Dutch. I think we're less expressive of everything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, um, she was very expressive, so uh, uh, of everything, and, uh, and I don't. Yeah. So that was a bit of a thing, like difference between us. She wanted more, I guess, to more emotional connection and I was like yeah but that's you know not something I do with everybody and uh, it takes time to to grow that it doesn't for me it doesn't happen on day one and uh, that was I guess a difference but from her I did learn to open up more and uh, so that's a good thing I think (laughs) yeah that's basically uh, um, in my relationship with the Brazilian girl I was more the rational and calm one and used to be like trying to talk about things and uh, uh, and then here I after that I dated a, a German girl and it was a bit the opposite uh, and that was how interesting how, yeah, how, how did how, you feel yeah, yeah then I felt like okay now I understand what she meant <laughs> 
you were in the <laughs> like, news. Okay, yeah. She had a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I just realized, okay, so I'm in between because I don't really felt really comfortable with with her but i also don't feel this is enough for me um uh and it, yeah it was just uh, uh exactly the opposite role i had mm. and it was a very interesting thing and then i texted the brazilian one like i know what you mean by now <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah and what about um yeah What about your experience with Dutch people, the dating Dutch people? Yeah, so that's been an, another cultural shock since I've been back because yeah. <laughs> Dutch people are... Um, and we're talking about Amsterdam, right? Or, yeah. or is it also... Well, yeah, there's, a di there's also a cultural difference between people in Amsterdam and Dutch outside of Amsterdam, I think. But, you know, it's only all my personal opinion, of course. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Dutch people are very independent, and now that I've, you know, they were more like me when I before I had all these experiences. Yeah. <laughs> now I've had all these experiences. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's difficult to go back to like, okay, so casual dating or uh, like, it's it feels very organized here as well like sometimes people are just looking for a specific role in their life instead of like being like yeah it's a nice person i just want to hang out and we'll see what happens mm -hmm. so our last speaker is a friend of mine his name is sebastian um we call him sebas for short and just to give you a picture of this guy he's quite um he's quite an intelligent um introspective into music into photography kind of i wouldn't say he's hipster but a little bit uh <laughs> and he has a nice sense of style and very trimmed sideburns and that's about it <laughs> and he is uh, here to talk about uh, his uh, dating experience and more specifically he talks uh, about uh, the same situation in different point of time and how he changed uh, his perspective. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, a few weeks ago and then uh, one uh, relationship that I had, yeah, perhaps was like six, seven years ago, or whatever in Amsterdam with a Dutch girl, like in our relationship, she was the one mainly trying to expose most of the things, you know, like whenever she was not happy with something, like, hey, I want to understand this, so I want to understand you, what's happening, blah, okay. blah. And back then when that happened to me, I was always like, look, like I don't mind talking. I think yeah. it's super healthy, yeah. but there are some small things that I don't want to be talking about whatever it is all the fucking time. That if I move a cup one centimeter and then you were not really liking that, I don't want to talk about this. You know, I want to talk about the stuff that we both consider important. There's, I think nice. between the balance of the, of having a good relationship is also in the same way that you need to talk about the stuff that is really important and it affects you. You need to learn how to let go other stuff that for you is not the end of the world if that happens or is not discussed, but then for the other person it becomes more, more annoying if you discuss yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know what, you did this last time, for me it's not the end of the world and then I don't want to bring it up, right. let's let it go. Let's Do you think let. that's also, was maybe also your personalities just being 
different in that for definitely yeah, yeah we we were different and, and we are different and also but what i wanted to sorry going back to the threads like Back then, I felt like I was the one that, hey, I don't need explanation to talk about this or like uh, to go deeper. Yeah. And then later in, in, in life and in, with other relationships, I feel way more than I'm like, exactly what you mentioned. It's like something happens and I'm like, what happened? Did she do this or that? What did she think about or whatever? And I'm analyzing way more, uh, uh, you know, like what would not would, what would have happened, but it's like, hey, I would like to understand you. Why? would you react in this way? It's something that I made that because I would prefer yeah. not to trigger this on you, you know, like, can we make it better or whatever? And that's something that before in my early twenties or whatever, I would have never, uh, not like, ah, I don't give a fuck, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. but I would have never gave it so much exactly. thought. And now it's like, hey, let's make it work. So you've just heard from three people about being abroad or dating people from different backgrounds and how that has transformed them in ways that they wouldn't have expected. And now we have a question for you. Have you gone through such a transformation yourself? Please let us know and see you in the next episode of Surviving, Surviving the, the City. city.